Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Can you imagine what the Egyptians must have thought of Abram after the stunt he pulled with his wife, Sarai? It's not hard to imagine. You think you're God's chosen one? Good grief, what a joke. You think God's going to bless you? And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed? The man who treated his wife in this way? God's going to restore the world through you? Come on, Abram, get serious. That seems like a logical conclusion, right? Abram's choices at the end of chapter 12 feel like they will undermine all of God's promises, but I've come to the conclusion that we cannot mess up God's plans. I recently wrote this about the circumstances of life. God is always in it. I can't mess up God's plans. The Lord has plans for your tomorrow, so trust him today. We can't confuse God's plans. Abram couldn't, and neither can we. But what do you think? Hello and welcome. My name is Dan Holland, and there have been times when I have felt like maybe I messed up God's plans. Have you ever thought that? We're reading through Genesis, and today our focus is on chapters 13 and 14, and we're coming off of chapter 12, where God called Abram to follow him, and one minute, we're hugely impressed by Abram's faith, and the next, we're disgusted by his lack of faith. What's up with that? We have to remember that Moses is writing the story of real people living out real faith in the real world, and it's messy. What had happened to Abram? See, when he arrived in Egypt, instead of trusting the Lord, Abram devised a plan with his wife, Sarai. Hey, let's pretend that you're my sister. That that should make everything go much more smoothly. He momentarily stopped believing what God had said back in chapter 12, I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. Believing that, I think, would have taken care of any inappropriate advances that are made by the Egyptians towards Abraham's wife, but he forgot what God had said. Now, here's a lesson for anybody who wants to obey the Lord. Don't stop trusting God. Just just don't. Trust him always, especially when you're in doubt. We're in big trouble the moment we stop trusting God because that's when we start coming up with our own plans. Let's just read what happened after this disaster in Egypt. It's chapter 13, the beginning. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel, the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. What do you think Abram said to the Lord at the altar of Bethel? Lord, look at what a faithful servant I have been. Not a chance. Now here again, we find that Abram is a bright example of faith, but this time his faith was not simply in the promises of God, but also in the provision of God. He put his faith in the God who justifies the ungodly. And Abram, despite his failures, continued to persevere And so can we. God makes wonderful promises for those who trust him. But even better news, 
is that he has also made wonderful provision for those who haven't yet done so. But it isn't in the lamb from Abram's fold, but it is in the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. See, Jesus has made provision for our forgiveness so that all of us who, with Abraham, will call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, just when we're tempted to start thinking that maybe we're not good enough or young enough, just when questions start to seep into your mind that cause you to doubt God's promises or, or his provision, God is going to bless you? God's going to use you? Really? You think so? Those are real doubts that we can all wrestle with because we know where we've been. We know what we've done. We might ask ourselves the very same question. Look at my life. Why would God pick me? Why would he bless me? Why would he care for me? These questions aren't being thrown at us by our enemies. They're eating at us from inside, from within our own guilty consciences, and they can be debilitating. Abram remembered something that we sometimes forget. That is this, that God is not only the God of promise, but he's also the God of provision. All right, to start the conversation, read Genesis chapters 13 and 14, and then say whether you agree or disagree with this statement. Abraham got back on track, and Abraham's decision to let Lot choose the best land in Genesis 13 reflects a selfless act that always leads to blessing. Now let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.